We are glad to make all of our Jcast Network podcasts free for our listeners. However, they are not free to produce and host. Please consider making a donation to Jcast Network to help support our work by visiting jcastnetwork.org slash donate. Thanks for your support. You are listening to A Taste of Romamu, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about Romamu, please visit romumu.org. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Shabbat shalom. So here we are in Parshat Tzav. On Shabbat HaGadol, we're on page 617. And we get to the final, the final offering, the final sacrifice. We spent all of uh, Vayikra, the first, uh, the first parsha of the book of Vayikra, and then Tzav, the second book, we've been describing each of the sacrifices that we offered uh, on the altar. And this is the final one, and it's called Zevach Shlamim, which is often defined as the peace offering, or the well-being offering, because shalom, of course, means so many different things, including a greeting. So it's kind of a, a communion, a greeting offering, a, a, a gathering offering. And the rabbis teach, as I said earlier, that just as it is today, that the shlamim, the offering, the peace offering, had to be the final offering. That this, this is the bottom line in some ways. This is the last and final um, sacrifice. And, and even today when we pray, we finish our Amidah with Ose Shalom Bimromav, Huya Ase Shalom, that peace is what brings us home. So we read here verse 11, Im al Toda Yakrivenu, Vihikriv al Zevach Hatoda. If the offering you're bringing is one of thanksgiving, you will bring this, you'll bring, and then it describes, you'll bring, um, you'll offer together with a sacrifice of thanksgiving, unleavened cakes, you're going to bring some matzah with some oil, and then some unleavened wafers, kind of like, you know, the gluten-free matzah squares, that's for some reason what I imagine for the wafers. Probably, they probably they did have gluten. But um, spread with oil and cakes of choice flour with oil mixed in, well soaked. This offering with cakes of leavened bread, which is the, really the only time we have also bread, leavened bread, um, you offer it with your thanksgiving sacrifice of well-being or of peace. So this is what you do when you're grateful, when you have a gratitude. You might think, you know, how do you know when you're grateful enough to bring an offering? And um, so the rabbis teach in, in tractate Brachot of the Babylonian Talmud, they teach that um, here's, here's when you bring a gratitude offering. You bring it if you've been freed from prison. You bring it if you've been on a trip, a distant, faraway trip, and you've come back and you met with many dangers along the way. Um, you bring it if you've been sick or if you've been injured and you're healing. This is your gratitude offering um and that's and it's it's not in, like you you when you experience this kind of miracle like it's a miracle this is the thing it's a miracle you've received something and it's not complete until you bring your offering of gratitude 
And there's this beautiful teaching that I was looking at um, a few weeks ago from the Yalkut Shamoni, which is a late um, Midrashic collection that says, somebody who has experienced a miracle, you've, you've received something so great. After you receive this miracle, you have to sing a song. <laughs> you sing a song of thanksgiving. And after you sing the song of thanksgiving, only then are you transformed. You're a new being. You're, it's like you're a new being. And what's so great is, it's not that the miracle transformed you. That's not what it's saying is. That song that you sing afterwards, that offering of thanksgiving, that's what's actually transforming you. And it's, it's good stuff. It's good stuff that y'all... <laughs> Um, and I've been walking with that. Actually, Evelyn and I talked about it because I just read it before we sat down together. Um, what it is to, to ex that gratitude that transforms. That is the, that's actually the trans, it's like an agent, a chemical age change agent. It's not the miracle. It's the song of gratitude after it's the offering. And we still, so, I mean, there's, so the, the rabbis also say that, you know, after all, you know, if we the third temple comes back, we don't necessarily want it. But the third temple, like we're in a redeemed world, we're, we're bringing offerings, and, and then the Mashiach comes, all of the offerings are done away with. We don't need to offer sacrifices anymore, except for one, Thanksgiving. Like when everything else, when all other prayer is done away with because we're in a perfected world, We'll still need to give gratitude. We though that is that's what we keep, we hold on to. And in fact, today during you know during the prayer service, there is the there is that offering of toda. There's there is a prayer that the rabbis connect to, that that offering of toda. Does anybody can anyone think of the prayer that we do during the Torah service? where somebody has come back from along a trip that was filled with danger or somebody was healed or somebody gomel when you bench gomel and um i heard gomel i love it. so be bench gomel this is a prayer during during the torah service you can actually open up your sidurim and it's on page 51, Birkat HaGomel, for someone who has completed, it's the bottom of the page, for someone who's completed a major journey, survived an illness or danger. So she's actually um, including not, it's also if you've been freed from prison or if you've been in some way um, from a narrow place. That person comes up to the Torah and calls out, Baruch Adonai Eloheinu Melech HaOlam HaGomel L'Chayavim Tovot. Shegmalani koltov. You bestow goodness on us beyond what we deserve. You have bestowed every goodness on me. And then we, all the community, calls back to them, reflects back this offering of gratitude and says, May the one who bestows goodness bestow goodness to you. Koltov um, sela. So, what does gomel mean? This is the great question. So, gomel comes from gamal. And you might say, that's, what, that's camel in Hebrew. So it's, it's camel. It's also, um, the word, so gamal also means bestow, to grant, to do a good deed. So gamilut chasadim. 
is deeds of chesed, of, of loving kindness. But what's interesting is there's a couple other meanings of gamal. Besides granting, it also means to wean. To wean. Um, when someone is weaned off, uh, uh, when a child is weaned, um, but all kinds of weaning. And it also means um, to ripen. Gamal. So it's got these interesting. So you've got camel, which I, I love. Um, and and some, my, my chavruta would always say, because we, we say gamal alai, like chasadim tovim gamal alai, bestow upon me. And it, but it literally means gamal alai, bestow upon me, can also mean the camel is on top of me. So my, my friend, my chavruta would say, you know, some days gamal alai, you feel this chesed, you feel that you've been granted kindness and goodness and then sometimes gamal alai you feel like there's a camel on top of you <laughs> and <laughs> depending on the day um but what fascinates me particularly right now because in 10 minutes we're gonna go outside and this idea of being saved from a great danger of coming back and emerging from something that where we were all in grave danger and also this idea of weaning ourselves off of something that we no longer need and perhaps and we never needed. Um, I was thinking this morning about exactly what we're marching for. And it's time. I mean, it's, it's so beyond time. It's, it, but we need to evolve and ripen. Gomel, we have to get to that place beyond wean ourselves off of these weapons, these weapons of mass destruction, these weapons that are stealing the lives of our kids and grown-ups and everyone that are so needless where we look at every other country that has sensible laws where, where they, you have a sensible law and it corresponds immediately to the death by, by, by weapons, by guns. And so I'm praying, I, I want to pray Gomel. I want to, but this is the other piece. Because the song of, the song of Thanksgiving, you think you sing it afterwards, right? That we sing it when we've been granted. When we sing at the song of the sea, it's we've crossed to the other side and we sang, sing the song of Thanksgiving. But there's also a midrash that says, no, we didn't sing when we were safe on the other side of the sea. We sang right smack in the middle when we were afraid for our lives and we didn't, all we knew was we should take the next step. We put one foot in front of the other, but we didn't know what the end was going to be. And we were frightened and we sang. We sang that offering, we gave that offering right from that place, right in the middle. And that's where we are. We're right in the middle and we have to step one foot in front of the other and we have to march through on dry land where there's a sea on both sides of us. And that's where we're giving our offering from. And I pray that one day, and please, please God, someday very soon, we can all come up and bench Gomel from a place of we have been saved from grave danger and we have come out the other side.